Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. Everybody, Pastor John here with this week's 10 at 10. Excited to be with you, excited to share some things uh, from the Word of God with you that God uh, has been speaking to my heart. So I want you to get your Bible out. Um, We're going to be in the Word here in just a second. And for those uh, who have your Bible, you want to open up uh, the first scripture is uh, Matthew 26 is where we're going to be at. And then we're going to go over to 1 Corinthians 10 and uh, I'm excited to share some things with you, but man, I hope you're doing, I hope your week has been going amazing. I hope you just sense God's presence. I hope you have been making time to uh, you know, focus on Him and listen to Him and and not let your circumstances overwhelm you. You're not a victim to your circumstances, you know, and, and, and I know some of you want things to change. You want uh, so many different things in your life to change, but here's where the real power can kind of transform your life is when instead of asking God to change all these things, you you first, you know, submit yourself to God and say, God, change me. Because I'm a firm believer that that everything will change when you change. And then when you change and, trans, and you're transformed by God's Spirit uh, growing you and empowering you, then you know what? You become a change agent and you begin to change things and, and stuff. And, and so, uh, and that's within you changing is within your control. So I just want to encourage you with that and don't let your circumstances lie to you. Don't let your emotions lie to you. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. So I uh, hope you're hope you're doing well. I want you to open your Bible to Matthew uh, 26 real quick. We'll, we'll be in about three or four scriptures that we'll we'll, we'll float float to. Um, the first one's going to be Matthew 26, and uh, um, and I want to pray. Put 10 minutes on the clock, and we're going to get started. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. We thank you for your grace. Your grace empowers obedience, and we thank you that you have called us to a life of um, just joy and peace and righteousness. We thank you that you are at work. Um, We know the enemy's doing stuff, and we know the flesh does stuff, but God, we focus on you and what you're doing, and we thank you for your goodness, and we thank you that you are faithful, and we pray that we would have ears to hear and eyes to see and, and a heart to understand and obey your word. So let your voice leap off the page in Jesus' name. Amen. So Matthew uh, 26, we we talked last week uh, about the the prayer that Jesus was praying in in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is the foundational prayer for every believer, especially, I mean, all believers, but especially new believers, um, that this is key to learn. And I'm so thankful for people in my life like Sergeant Booth and First Sergeant Ronnie Combs years ago that taught me this early in my walk with God of having a heart of surrender before God that that is is that that 
confession of surrender saying, not my will be done, but your will be done. It puts, it puts God at the center, not me at the center. And, and so we talked about in Matthew 26, Jesus was doing this prayer about this last week. And remember, he said, watch and pray, uh, lest you enter into temptation. For indeed, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So I want to kind of go off of what we talked about last week and say that he's talking about be alert, be awake, watch and pray so that you don't enter into temptation. Temptation is something you do not have to enter. Temptation is like an open door. You may have you may have a a hundred temptations today, a hundred opportunities to to go in the wrong path, to disobey God, to go into darkness, to please your flesh, to satisfy your flesh, to feed your flesh. You may have a hundred opportunities to do that. But if you choose to live a lifestyle of prayer, then prayer is a thing that can empower you. Praying rightly is a thing that can empower you not to enter temptation. And many times in my life, and I'm sure you'll you'll find it's true in your life, when you feel the weakest and when you feel most vulnerable and you find yourself doing things you ain't you don't need to be doing, you find yourself opening the, you know, walking through that door of temptation, taking those opportunities that darkness and the devil present to us. You know, it's it's because we've not been we've not been people of prayer. We've not been in the word. We've not put our focus on God. And and so remember I talked about that word prayer and what the word prayer means is not just bringing requests before God. It it, it talks about having a surrendered heart. It's not just bringing your grocery list before God. That's not what prayer is and asking for this and asking for that and asking for that. That's not what what, what prayer is. Prayer is a surrendered heart coming before God with a thankful heart, um, honoring him for who he is, worshiping him, blessing him, thanking him, rejoicing in him. And and it literally is a switching of will where where the the confession that Jesus prayed, not my will be done, but your will be done. That's the essence of prayer. It is relational. It is it is conversational between you and God. It is intimate between you and God, and and it does involve talking, but it involves listening. But the core part of prayer is surrender surrendering yourself to God's will, to where you're not trying to to talk God to what you want. You're trying to surrender your heart to say, God, help me understand what, what you want. Not my will be done, but your will be done. And when we pray and live a lifestyle of prayer with that kind of attitude, then we will be empowered by the Spirit, we'll be empowered by God's will, and we will not enter into temptation. The temptation will come. The opportunity will be there. You can't stop that. The temptation will come, but there's a way of escape. And so in 1 Corinthians, and many of y'all know this scripture, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, I love what Paul says here. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 13, for no temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. Everybody gets tempted. You, you, it's not, 
don't beat yourself up for being tempted or having an opportunity, you know, for temptation. Temptation's going to come. You can't stop that. So no temptation has overtaken you except that is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also uh, make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. That you uh, so this way of escape is is a is a powerful thing in the scripture. It's a it's something that. Um, is the way of escape helps you to endure. Like bear it means to endure it. And what it means is when you are enduring temptation, it doesn't mean you're in temptation and you're enduring it and just putting up with it. That's not what endure means. Enduring means you are resisting it. You're not going through through the open door or the opportunity. There's a way of escape and God has provided a way of escape. Just because we are tempted does not mean we have to enter into that temptation. You don't have to enter into it. You can enter into the, to the way of escape. You can go the escape route. And so what's the escape route? I'm just going to share a couple other scriptures with you. Um, Second Peter. Uh, make a right and go to Second Peter. And write these scriptures down. Spend a little time, you know, after watching this, spend a little time reading these scriptures. And, and if you're watching this video later, stop the video and, and read through it. Get it into your heart. I know I'm talking fast, but I got a shot clock. So you got to, you got to, you got to, you know, go through this and, and get it into your heart. So I love Second Peter chapter one, such good stuff about like starting in verse three. 2 Peter 1, 3, his divine power has given to us all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by uh, glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we may be partakers, partakers of the divine nature, having escaped, there's that word escape having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So what's the way of escape? The divine nature of Christ in you, the righteousness of God, the grace of God that empowers you in obedience. Now, you may, your emotions may not feel empowered. You may feel drawn. Your flesh may feel drawn and pulled into that vortex of the temptation, into that open door and that open opportunity. But with every temptation, you have a way of escape. And the way of escape is the divine nature within you, the Christ in you, the grace of God that never excuses you to sin, but always empowers you to walk in obedience and walk in truth. And so what that means is that every that if you live a lifestyle of prayer and say, God, not my will be done. I don't want to walk the Lord's Prayer. What we talk about in Matthew 6 and Luke chapter 11, which is... Jesus taught his disciples to pray a certain way. Our Father, who you know, in heaven, you know, we and I'm not going to go through the whole prayer, but he, in that prayer where he says, "Not my will," or, or he says, "Thy will, um, as it is in heaven on earth," he he goes in in, in like verse, I don't know, probably the third part of that thing. He says in that prayer, uh, it, the prayer of "Do not lead us into temptation." 
but deliver us from evil. Now, that's not us asking God, like, I know you want to lead us into temptation, but please don't. That's not what that's saying. It's saying the heartbeat of watch and pray. And it's a confession of we're not, Lord, by your nature, by your grace, by your spirit, you're not leading us into temptation. That you're, you're going to deliver us from evil. And evil comes with an open door. Evil comes with an open door of temptation, and you don't have to follow that. You don't have to enter temptation. Listen to me. You don't have to sin today. You don't have to go into that depth of darkness and depression and anxiety. There is a way of escape, but the way of escape is going to take action. The way of escape is going to take obedience. And we're going to keep talking about this as, as we go into next week, but you got to make a decision to say, God, I'm willing, I'm, that, that God, I want to know your will. And even more than that, I want to do your will. Knowing God's will is, is, is good, but doing God's will is best. A lot of us don't do what we know that we should be doing. So so just to prepare your heart for this, I want you to read over these scriptures, look at this divine nature, and every time, maybe today you're facing something, and there's an open door, and the flesh and the enemy is calling your name, that what I want you to do is I want you to say, you know what, I don't have to go that route. Even if everybody and their mama is going down that route and going through that door, and even if my flesh wants to do it, even if my feelings want to do it, even if I've done it a hundred times, not today. I'm not doing it. God, you have provided a way of escape. And, and instead of opening into that and walking into that, entering into that temptation, you're going to begin to say, God, I thank you that you give me the ability to endure, to not go into that temptation, to resist. And we'll talk about how to resist a little bit more next week, but you got to first have a want to. You got to first have a desire. So I don't want to do that. And Lord, I thank you that you've given me the grace to say no to the flesh, say yes to the spirit, and you're going to deliver me from this temptation. I'm not going that way anymore. So Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your supernatural power. You have delivered us from the penalty of sin and the power of sin. And I thank you that your grace will be at work empowering people for truth, empowering people for obedience, knowing that we can, we can surrender and crucify and deny our flesh and lay it at the altar before you, God. And that we can cry out with a heartbeat of surrender saying, not my will be done, but your will be done. And in doing so, you empower us to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh, to walk in joy not and walk in victory, not in defeat. And you empower us to not go into temptation, but you deliver us by your divine nature of Christ within us. So I thank you, Lord, that you empower your people today to walk in victory in Jesus' name. We love you. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.